Good afternoon and welcome once again to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. We're welcoming you in with all kinds of fun stuff headed your way over the next 30 minutes or so. First of all, let me introduce myself. I'm Catherine Nero alongside, of course, Jeremy Schrand, the Marketing and Communications Director for the Northern Kentucky Chamber. How are we doing, Jeremy? Good. Hanging Happy in there. birthday oh, that's <laughs> to you. Okay, I'm going to yes. stop. You don't want to you know hear what? me sing. I figured what better way to spend my birthday than talking about the election with none other than Kristen Baldwin, the Vice President of uh, Public Affairs and Communication for the Chamber. Kristen, thank you for joining us today. Happy birthday, Kathy. Thank you. Yeah, I'm, I did all my favorite things today. I ate some lunch pizza. I just got Ooh. Postmates Starbucks. I mean, like, that's really all I need. Threw on a face mask this morning. And now I'm doing the Northern Kentucky Spotlight Podcast. It doesn't get any better than this. We want to thank our sponsor, of course, CVG, for all of its support uh, throughout these years. I get to say, you know, years we've been doing this podcast, Jeremy. All right. Um, we are closing in on, of course, one of the biggest days of the year. We've been talking about the election um, for weeks and weeks now in specifics. And so that's one of the reasons Kristen is back today as we hit the headlines uh, coming up in just a little bit. But first, Jeremy, let's talk about who's coming on the show today and who we're going to hear from coming up. Ooh, we got the Covington Yard. They're coming on to talk about that awesome new uh, facility down there. It's outside. So while the weather is still well, it's raining today, but like while it's not freezing out yet, right. you need to get down there and check that place out. And we're going to hear about all about it today. So it should be. Really I like fun. it so much. I went three times in about five days. OK, so let's just put it that way. That's where we are. OK, so uh, we'll talk about Covington Yard coming up in just a little bit. But we're going to start with um, information about headlines, things that are going on in northern Kentucky. And nothing is bigger right now than the election. So, Kristen, let's start with you. Uh, and we, we touch on different subjects each week here as we lead up to the election in just a couple of weeks. And today we're talking about how voters can get the information they need to to appropriately and uh, adequately vote for all the things that are on their ballot. That's right, Catherine. So we're two weeks away from Election Day, um, two weeks away tomorrow. November 3rd is Election Day. Every day is Election Day between now and, uh, and November 3rd. So hopefully everybody's getting out to the polls. But as you are getting out to the polls or you're completing your absentee ballot, we want to make sure that you're an informed voter. And so the chamber has not only created our own election guide, but partnered with a couple different groups to make sure that you guys are getting the most information that you need to have about your ballot. So um, if you go to the votenky.com website, you're going to see a huge um, uh, array of different information that you can get about your election guide. So the chamber's done one pretty high level to make sure that you're seeing it. Um, it's a very easy printable one. If you're a business that want to print this out and share it with your customers or want to forward it along to your employees, you can check that out on our website at votingky.com. And then we've partnered with River City News and Fort Thomas Matters. They have an NKY election in Central. They're doing some more candidate interviews that are more in-depth and wanting to actually meet the candidates and learn more about them. You can check that out. And then also the NKY Tribune has partnered with The Northerner, which is NKU's publication, so that you can get more information about local candidates with their website. Awesome. Did we put Kanye on our voters guide? He was one of the five people that are officially on the ballot in Kentucky. So do not be surprised when you walk into the um, voting booth this uh, next couple of weeks and see that Kanye is listed number four on the ballot as a libertarian, yep. excuse me, as an independent. It, it is, and it is that Kanye. <laughs> it is. It's his, not just uh, yet mate. another Kanye West. Yeah. 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 His uh, running mate is uh, Michelle Trabal to go with that one. So another woman uh, is running mate. So it's interesting that there are, again, five people that are on the ballot in the state of Kentucky for president, and um, three of them 
have female running mates as the vice president. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. And Kristen, you you mentioned it with the with the uh, you know kind of collaboration with River City News and Fort Thomas Matters. Learning about what's on your ballot, there's a lot of things that you should just be prepared for. You may not be aware of, and that's where these election guides can really uh, come into play. Right. Um, even getting down to constitutional amendments, if you turn your ballot over when you're going to vote on it, there are two constitutional amendments that you're going to be voting on this year. And the election guide that the chamber put together on votingky.com, um, I did a, a pretty deep dive into, I shouldn't say deep dive, it's very high level. It's going to ask you what the question is. I'm going to put it, I put it into layman's terms. Here's what they're really asking you. And then I did two or three sentences about supporters are saying this about why you should vote yes and opponents are saying why you should vote no. So it gives you the pro-con Again, it's short, sweet, just so you can understand what the issue is and just give you two sides of the story and we give you some websites for you to learn more if you need more information after that. Yes, uh, I I voted in person uh, last week and I heard that they were just kind of making a general announcement. Be sure you flip your ballot over. Be sure you flip Mm -hmm. your ballot over. And I saw at least three people walk back over to flip their ballot over and finish their ballot. So um, if you had all of our information that we're putting out, know that they were there to, to to. to vote for. And and Jeremy, it's a good point. You voted in person. My husband voted in person. And for people who saw those lines on day one, how was your uh, day two, day three experience? Um, it was it was fairly uh, simple. I mean, I might have had to wait for like one person to finish getting their ballot. And then I got my ballot. And um, there were probably about 20, 20 people mm-hmm. in there voting when I was there. I went to the uh, Independence location in Kenton County because I'm in Kenton County and that's I'm in Independence, so it's pretty close to my house. But um, it took no time. And since I um, saw our voter um, guide and knew who I was already going to vote for, it, right. it really only took me about 10 minutes to get in and out. And my husband's experience was exactly like yours, but he was at the government building, the Kenton County building. So um, so either way, he said he was in and out. I think he said 11 minutes. That included wait time. And he's putting that in quotation marks. So we'll mm-hmm. take it. Sometimes the Wendy's drive through takes longer. So we can do that to exercise our right to vote. Kristen, thank you so much. We look forward to next week as we close in on one of the biggest elections in recent memory. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. And of course, uh, in addition to the election, Jeremy, there's a lot more going on as well. You know, one of the big topics, of course, nationwide and here in Kentucky regarding the election is jobs, unemployment and the economy. Uh, And what's interesting is that if you look at Kentucky's unemployment numbers, the numbers are actually down. So that sounds good, but let me explain. So Kentucky's unemployment numbers um, just came out for September. They're 5.6%. Now that's down 1.9% since August. You're like, awesome. People are finding jobs. But no, these experts are saying what's happening is people are leaving the workforce. So either just, you know, whether that's retiring, not actively looking for jobs, whatever it is, they're leaving the labor force. So that's showing the unemployment rate go down. Now, if there is a sliver of good news here from last year to this year, so September to September, it's only one point difference. So um, it's not, you know, it's not in the tank. You know, we keep hearing that, but it is um, it certainly needs to get better. But at the very least, there are. Uh, people looking for work, others leaving uh, the labor force entirely, but there are some companies actually out there hiring too. Yes, and that's that's the good news. We still do have some companies hiring. So financial services, one of the areas that was the hardest hit by um, unemployment during the first part of the year, um, but it's slowly starting to come back. And now um, Fidelity is hiring. 
Um, basically, people are concerned over long-term economy and are opening more accounts with Fidelity. So that's that's been really great for them. Um, it's looking, they're looking to hire 4,000 people nationwide, a 15% increase in client-facing um, jobs. So like that's that's really really good news for our region. And um, they'll recruit a hundred a thousand college graduates directly for um, the internship uh, train and training programs. Um, I do know that uh, also from our um, Grow NKY, Lisa was talking about that she knows uh, Amazon is hiring, but you know they've been hiring and they're con- going to continue to hire and right. now hiring even more because they're delivering everything that everybody's ordering, especially from like Prime Day the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also Atlas Air, um, which is out in Erlanger, they have that brand new facility and they um, help move all of Amazon stuff with the with their their business in the um, in the aviation industry. And so they are hiring as well. They're hiring tons of positions right now. So those are three big companies that are hiring um, in our region. So it's it's not all bad. That's right. We're getting on the right track. And now we're getting, uh, you know, seasonal employment as well. As um, I mean, I was just saying, I just, I've already started shopping for the holidays. Thank you, Prime Day. And yep. potentially Atlas Air, who knows? Um, Covington is issuing some CARES money. So, you know, a lot of cities around and, and uh, areas around um, northern Kentucky got CARES money. So that's that coronavirus relief money. Uh, and so what it's uh, it just uh, announced this week, the city of Covington is giving $100,000, $110,000 to three agencies specifically helping with food distribution. They sought these guys out and you're going to recognize the names. So $60,000 headed to be concerned, 40000 to the parish kitchen and 10000 to Brighton Center. The whole idea is to, you know, help our fellow families uh, really, really hurting uh, in this time. And speaking of feeding those in need, um, Master Provisions, who's been on the show before here on the podcast, it's Empower Luncheon is one week from today. I just got a tour out there uh, a week or so ago. It is a phenomenal facility that I don't know that a lot of people know about, but they've got a huge, huge goal that they want to reach to give you know, food and um, and clothing to people here in the area and all over the world. So if you can help them out at that Empower Luncheon next Monday, that would be great. And uh, St. Elizabeth, they continue to innovate. Um, so they have, a, they implanted the first device of its kind in the country. So this is really cool. And I'm going to try really hard not to mess this up because it's, it's got all kinds of medical <laughs> lingo that I like to mispronounce. Um, but it's, uh, they implanted the first Bluetooth enabled, part by ventricular defibrillator there um, the you go de- there you go got it <laughs> the new device just recently got um fda approval and the device is for risk um of life-threatening heart rhythm rhythm problems um and the communications with the pa- patients and the doctors through an app so it uses the bluetooth just like your mm-hmm. um your headphones or your airpods used to can communicate with that phone so you can get the data like in real time that's amazing and and, and it makes it so much easier for the patient not to have to like record it or call in and have them like find your 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 device and all of that and also obviously help those physicians as well i love this one because i don't know if you've seen the florence y'all water tower recently it look you're like are they painting over florence y'all people were freaked out yeah the answer is yes and no okay so yes they're (laughs) they're painting over it but they're painting over it and it's going to look exactly the same but just better so it's basically getting a little makeover okay so um the city promises it's going to be back to its former glory don't you don't you fret they named the Florence Y'all after that water tower. It's not going anywhere. But uh, mid-November, you should see it back in it. 
So are they changing the font? Are they going to? I don't know. What a great question. They, I that's all they, I know. From a d designer perspective, I know it's a it's a very basic, simple font. And they, you know, it looks like they tried to kind of cover up the, the, what it when it used to say mall, but they actually changed it. But I mean, it would pain me if if they change it to like some kind of like script font, you know, it, or, it's got to you know, stay like that block. Some people were asking, is it going to look like the y'all's logo? But I think yep. then you're back to square one. The reason they couldn't put Florence Mall on right. it was because it it was a business. Right. Florence y'all's is a business. So yeah, it I, it'll probably, I don't know. It's a great question. As a yeah. font person, I would like to know this. We need yeah. to call yeah. Mayor Whalen and yeah. find this out. <laughs> oh, this is a great one for all the kids out there. Scuba Santa is coming back to Newport um, Aquarium. Um, it's the 18th year Scuba Santa has been celebrating the holidays um, at the aquarium. He will be there every day for from November 27th and every day um, through December 24th. Guests will be able to tell Scuba Santa what they want for Christmas while he swims with a tank full of sharks. Um, everybody loves Scuba Santa. It's just like one of those cool um, northern Kentucky things. Like, you know, you can go see Santa scuba dive with sharks. Um, it is and they will be taking here, products. yeah. They are taking uh, COVID-19 pre precautions there, so um, the capacity is limited, and you have to buy tickets in advance. So um, be sure to go to their website and check that out and get there and um, get all those, uh, those requests for Christmas. By, uh, you got it. Exactly. That would be a perfect Christmas little activity. Uh, all right, Jeremy, you have had a busy week or so and a couple more busy yeah. weeks to come. Let's get to that chamber roundup. Yeehaw! Woo. So our uh, last week we had our... Women's Initiative Regional Summit, sponsored by PNC. It is a really, really, really great event that they do every year. Um, this is the third year that they've done it. Um, they have keynotes and they have some really great speakers in breakout sessions and some networking. Um, this year, obviously, we had to do it a little bit differently, um, mainly completely virtual. So we can't be in person. We can't have that many people in a room together. Um, so we utilized a new platform called Ulimi Events from uh, one of our favorite podcast guests, uh, yeah. Ulimi. Um, and it was, it's a really cool technology. It, um, we had a little bit of bumps at the beginning, but uh, we ironed everything out and uh, had a really great event last week. We're, um, we've got all the talks and stuff were recorded and captured so we can share it out. So if you missed it, um, we can still get those out to you. Um, then our next huge event coming up is our annual celebration. It was our annual dinner in September, is moved to November 12th. It will be uh, at lunchtime. So, you know, we figured that since it's going to be virtual, we didn't want people spending time. You know, it's one thing to bring your wife out to a nice dinner or wife or, or husband, husband yes, right. or exactly. significant other or um, friends or business <laughs> colleagues out to a, a really fancy, nice dinner and big award show and spend a few hours at that. But um, we moved it to lunchtime so that way people can do it during the workday. And we know that everyone's or not everyone, but most people have something else going on. You've got the kids. That's Learn right. Home. You've got uh, everything that goes along with this, the craziness of the pandemic. So we moved it to a lunchtime spot. So um, you can register for that by going to the nkychamber.com slash events uh, and get, get yourself registered. We have a free option where you can just attend the, um, the Facebook Live, but then we also have options for networking. And then we have this really cool option where you can support a restaurant locally, a chamber oh, member that's restaurant. Neat. Yeah. So you... Um, it's different tiered uh, levels, so free for the one, and um, it's I believe it's fifteen for the networking, and then like forty for the uh, with the restaurant, and then that twenty that extra twenty five dollars goes straight to that restaurant, and then you get a um, a gift card, so then oh, you wonderful. can pay for your lunch 
for that event during Perfect. it. But then you're some more you're supporting a chamber member, um, and it's it's really about giving back to the com- community, trying to to help out some of these restaurants that have been really really hit hard by uh, this pandemic. Um, and and it's going to get even worse for them as they have to move everything inside and close yeah. down all the outside as we get cold. Well, we look forward to that annual celebration. And speaking of uh, heading outside, coming up, not only are we going to hear from Covington Yard, you are going to get a sneak peek, a look inside Covington Yard, live an interview there site. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's it's a really cool place, and you're about to see it coming up. So stay with us on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. CBG Airport is the lowest fare airport in the tri-state region with 54 non-stop flights and direct international service to seven destinations, including Paris, France, and now home to both DHLs and Amazon's global cargo hubs. The airport is furthering its position as leader in aviation and is deeply committed to being an economic driver for the community. You can learn more and start your next adventure at CVGAirport.com. Back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight, and I am in a place that if you have not yet been, you gotta hit. It is Covington Yard down here on Greenup. Well, Covington Yard is one of the newest members of the Northern Kentucky Chamber of Commerce, and we decided to come down and talk to the folks here about this place and what you can expect if you haven't been there. So Josh Niederhelman is the principal of Cub Corps, and he's also here from Covington Yard. First of all, this place is amazing. You've got to be excited that it's finally open. Oh, absolutely. We're you know we're really excited for the neighborhood. I live in the neighborhood in Covington, and we're really looking forward to having another opportunity to, to visit and come outside, gather with the community. But the challenge was certainly that yeah. we are opening a community gathering space in the middle of a pandemic. So this project actually started well before the pandemic, and that was something that actually threw us a curveball. As the pandemic hit, we had to figure out how to make things socially distant and how to accommodate the new rules and regulations to keep everybody safe. Well, as we look around here, uh, there's lots of space to be had, lots of room around, and I know a lot of people feel very comfortable or more comfortable being outside than inside right now. How many can you accommodate and how have the crowds been so far? The crowds have been great and everybody's been really good about wearing masks and being socially distant. Majority of our space is outside. Uh, we can seat up to 165 under the current rules with having a seat for service. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we were able to seat 450 people at capacity into the into the space, so it, it's not nearly at capacity. Uh, we hope, obviously, when the pandemic lifts, that sometime in the spring, uh, hopefully, we'll be able to get back to normal, um, and that way we'll be able to get a lot more people in to experience Covington Yard. Let's explain how this works, because you've got individual food vendors and drinks and all that good stuff. Yeah, so <clears throat> a lot of people, when they come in, They've either been walking around, they've seen the site, they've been sticking their head in, kind of wondering what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, when the shipping containers got put on site, it really raised a lot of questions as to what is the space. And frankly, um, we, what we wanted this to be was that, that space where everybody could come, hang out, have a drink, grab a bite to eat, talk to some friends, act as a backyard atmosphere that a lot of people in Covington just don't have due to the, the um, tight home sites and the Mm -hmm. the nature of Covington's architecture. So when you come to Covington Yard, you walk through a shipping container uh, that was a one-time use shipping container from China, and we repurposed it as our entry feature. As you walk in, then you see the artificial turf on site, and we have multiple food vendors that are available uh, from lunch hours into the evening hours. Now, those hours have been somewhat uh, dynamic as we figure out the kinks. 
uh, associated with operating a restaurant and a, and a bar in a pandemic. But our operating team on site has been able to kind of navigate some of those issues and they're starting to roll out lunch hours and uh, the dinner has been consistent. Uh, every time that the yard is open, we have three food vendors open for dinner. That's Django Tacos, Yardbird Chicken Tenders, and Mr. Bulgagi Korean Barbecue. We also have a fourth vendor that we'll be announcing soon that'll open the first week in November. So we're looking forward to having four different food options for people on a regular basis, as well as being able to enjoy the outdoor atmosphere, TVs, music, live bands, that kind of thing. You know, this concept is new for Covington, but not new overall. This is, you know, a lot of cities have been going to these kind of like outdoor food hall type right. situations. Yeah, and that's, frankly, we didn't come up with this idea. Uh, we certainly plagiarized it from other uh, locations around the world. Uh, so we were just happy to be able to bring something unique and interesting into that Covington area uh, to engage some of the vacant and blighted storefronts that we had in this, this neck of Covington. And it, it's gone over well so far. People seem to enjoy the, the socially di distanced atmosphere that we're able to provide. And you know, we hope to continue that in the winter as we add heaters and uh, tenting options that will allow for people to still be able to be outside, still be able to be socially distant, but venture out and, and get some of that uh, community bonding that people are, are needing at this point. Uh, what's your goal? Where do, you, where do you see Covington Yard in the future? Uh, you know, hopefully we just have a consistent group of people that like to come here, they hang out um, and really treat it as their own backyard. At, at the onset of this, we had intended to host birthday parties, um, wedding events and, and different types mm -hmm. of events that you would typically have at a, at a large venue but that that has been challenging in the pandemic so we've not taken event requests we are filing people's names so that if the pandemic does lift and we're able to hold larger events we can kind of regroup on that uh, that front but what where we really hope to take this is to to be a staple for the Covington Northern Kentucky Greater Cincinnati community that you can come down and be the starting point or the ending point for your night out on the town so our position located in between the new music venue, across from the banks, next to uh, the, the Braxton Hotel mm -hmm. Covington area, the Mainstrass area, it really gives us the opportunity to be a starting point or ending point to people's nights as they go out and enjoy the town. And uh, dog friendly and uh, family friendly during certain hours as mm -hmm. well. Absolutely. So the, the turf that we installed is, is pet friendly turf um, and, and you're welcome to bring your pooches along as long as they have leashes and they're well behaved, of course. Uh, and the same goes for the kids. Yeah, leashes yeah. and well behaved. Right. Let's leashes make sure of that. Leashes and well behaved. Yeah. So we, uh, no, we, we look forward to it. I have three young children myself and it, it's great to bring them here. Um, you know, they have different food options. There's mm -hmm. mocktails even for the kids uh, that, that they could have, uh, non-alcoholic drinks that they can experience. And there, there'll be different programming events as we continue the, uh, the, the opening. We'll have different programming that's uh, geared around the children and the families as well. Excellent. Josh, thanks so much. And uh, again, one of the Chamber's newest members, so we certainly want to introduce you to Covington Yard. Uh, so check them out, four different food vendors, and of course, I mean, what place in greater Cincinnati would be a place without a little bit of adult beverages as well? So uh, that's the latest from here at Covington Yard. Stick with us, though. The Northern Kentucky Spotlight will be right back. Your Northern Kentucky Chamber saves you money. It's what we do. From health and unemployment insurance, travel, and even office supplies, our affinity programs save our members thousands of dollars every year. We even have savings on COVID screening applications to keep your employees, guests, workplace safe. Learn more about how to start saving today by visiting our website, 
nkychamber.com slash member discounts. Saving our members money. It's what we do. Welcome back to the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. We want to thank you guys so much for joining us today. And as always, remember, hit subscribe if you're listening to us. Hit share if you're watching us. Anything to, you know, kind of further the reach of the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, Jeremy, we've got some fun coming next week. I know you've got little kids. Are you excited about Halloween? Oh, yeah. We've been working on their costumes already. Um, we've got some Amazon packages. Now, see, it's not, you don't, you don't just buy the whole Halloween costume. There's no. pieces coming. Pieces oh, yeah. coming. And, and, and Angelina gets super, super creative with uh, all of their costumes. She gets a little wild with them sometimes. But Agreed. I have. love Halloween. I love Halloween. Yeah. We're making everything. I remember even when uh, one of my kids wanted to be a witch, I'm like, you know, I can buy a witch costume. They're like, nope, we're making it. So here's the deal. Um, we're talking Halloween next week with Marty Boyer from Theater House. Not just Halloween. You know, this isn't a typical costume shop. He talks about the community uh, there at Theater House and also how elastic may just have saved them during the pandemic. So that is coming your way next week right here on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight. Uh, but until then, we want to thank once again our title sponsor, CVG, as always, uh, taking us to new heights. I had to throw a pun in there. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> thank you for all your hard work, Jeremy. We appreciate it. We're, we're we're hanging in there. We're gonna, we got it. Are we gonna wear costumes next week for the podcast? I think we're gonna have to. Yeah, I might. I'm, I'm gonna get a, like a wig. I think I got some wigs in the closet there. Have to be real wigs and not like your virtual wigs that you were doing. For no, 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 no. It'll be a real yeah. one. Okay, good. Okay, yeah, so when I play uh, when I was uh, David Bowie's character from the Labyrinth. Okay. Rocker wig. I'm just saying, if if you, what else is there to do on a Monday afternoon than watch us dress up like crazy people? Yeah. All right, so uh, we will see you then next Monday. Mark it down, throw it in your phone right now, and we'll see you then on the Northern Kentucky Spotlight.